Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. I hope that everybody's doing extremely well um, and that your journaling is up to scratch. Sometimes journaling on this course, people don't uh, don't do it as frequently as they do their other spiritual practices. So do keep that up if you can. Write down a few sentences every day about how you're feeling inside, about your experiences, about what it feels like to be in your skin, how the spiritual practices are gradually, slowly, but surely beginning to transform what you can see around you in the world. So the, the, the journaling is extremely important and should not be ignored um, if it can be helped. What I want to do uh, this afternoon is just to go through some of the questions put by Jamila um, in the group earlier, I think yesterday, wasn't it? It was yesterday that they were posted in the group. Um, and there are a number of very, very challenging questions and also uh, some very important questions, I think very common questions, which were uh, a number of other people in the group said, yeah, those questions are important. So let's have a look at a few of them at this moment or as many as we can without uh, the time overrunning and maybe if we don't have time then i'll complete them tomorrow or at another time uh, the first question says uh, how can we distinguish between everything being as a result of divine will versus personal choice and responsibility particular things are destined and we have no control but i have been taught that our lives are primarily as a result of the choices we make can you provide further clarification between the two um, yes a very common question as regards the idea of the balance between predestination and uh, the freedom of the will and our opinion is that you find yourself somewhere between the two this is the orthodox aqidah belief system of the ahlul sunnah wa jama'ah we're not attempting to teach any funny goofy sufi business we're teaching it as it is and so imam ali made a perfect example or elucidated a perfect example for somebody who came to ask him exactly the same question and he said the man said um, well how can i have both free will and can there be predestination at the same time and imam ali said okay no problem uh, stand up so the man stood up and then Imam Ali said, now right, raise your right leg um, and stand on your left leg. So the man raised his right leg and stood on his left leg. And Imam Ali said, this is the freedom of the will. And then Imam Ali said, now without putting your right leg down, lift your left leg. And the man said, well, that's impossible. And Imam Ali said, and this is predestination. There are, there is a limit to what you can do in the world around you. We have to be brutally honest about that, don't we? And that's why I don't like the narrative, the idea of that that's often perpetrated, particularly in schools and everywhere else, which is that you can do anything that you want. You can achieve anything. Not necessarily. No, uh, I am now... Uh, a little bit older than a professional footballer so it's very unlikely that I'm going to be able to play up front for Manchester United unfortunately um, it's probably quite good actually that I don't because it would be embarrassing but the idea is that there are certain things that we're not going to achieve okay um, some of us may not be particularly tall so we're probably not going to play in the NBA at basketball some of us may struggle with mathematics some of us may um, have particular difficulties or challenges which means that there are limitations placed upon us and there's no question about that whatsoever those limitations that are placed upon you Jamila and placed upon all of us are by means of the divine decree everything is the way that it is supposed to be by means of his design 
And that means that you are not charged, you are not responsible for becoming a multimillionaire or for winning a Nobel Prize or for becoming the president of the United States or any other nation. You are not responsible for these things. What you are responsible for is making the best out of the hand that you have been dealt if we were using a, uh, a card playing analogy. You have been dealt a hand of cards or you have been given a certain number of ingredients and now you have to cook the best meal that you possibly can. That is your responsibility. And our path is extremely pragmatic. It's all about pragmatism. What I want and what I believe personally is that that which works is truth. That which works is truth. That which benefits the individual is indicative of truth. Therefore, what we must realize is that there are mysteries as regards what is pre-willed, what, what is predetermined, what is the freedom of the will. And those mysteries are beyond your comprehension and beyond mine. What can you do right now, Jamila? What can all of you do right now to improve the quality of your life? What options are available to you right now? What could you improve in your circumstances? What could you improve in your habits? How could you transform what you see in the world around you? This is where we direct our attention to. Okay, we don't direct our attention to trying to lift up our left leg whilst we are still standing on it because that's an impossibility for us. But what can we lift our right leg? Like Imam Ali said, yes, we can. Are there things that you could do in your life right now that would improve the situation? Are there things that you could do? Are there habits that you could bring into your being which would make your existence better, both for you and for your family and for the rest of the universe and for all of us? Yes, there are. This is unquestionably the case that there are. Are there things that I could do this evening that would place me in a better situation in three months' time? I bet there are. Of course there are. Are there practices that I could engage in to begin to transform the way that I perceive the universe so that I am um, offering better contributions or more meaningful contributions to the universe around me when I go into work tomorrow or whenever I do? Yes, of course there is. So our focus is always upon not the theoretical questions, not the uh, the philosophy behind this, the pragmatics of it. What are you going to do now to transform your life? And you want to know what I think as regards how will we know what has been predetermined and what has not been predetermined? Go find out. Go try. Okay, so when I say to you, you're not charged for becoming the president of the United States, well, why not give it a go? See what you can do. See where the line is. See where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has predestined your journey to end. Because the only way that we can do that is by testing the hypotheses that we establish for ourselves. And our trust is not in ourselves. We don't say, well, you know what? I could never do that. I could never become that. I could never live like that. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not etc. etc. You're right. I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahu Akbar. Allah is greater than anything, greater than everything, the creator of all things. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did wish for me to play up front for Manchester United, imagine if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wished for me to play up front for Manchester United, there is nothing in the entire universe that could stop him from bringing that into being. But what I would have to do is I'd have to tie my camel in the traditional in the traditional sense. In the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu where he said, say bismillah, but also tie your camel, which means sharpen your sword, which means develop the skills and the abilities required in order to fulfill your dream or your goal or your objective. And then hypothesis test. You look at your life as it is right now and you say to yourself, you know what, I need to do X. 
whatever target it might be. Okay, now, how I believe that's the best thing for me to do. I believe that the best possible use of my energy and my time at this moment is to pursue X, whatever it might be. Okay, but you must remember at the very beginning that outcomes are beyond your control. So if you say, I want to get a job or I want to um, I want to get a promotion at work or I want to purchase a house for my family or whatever it might be, you say, I want to do that and you believe that it's the appropriate thing to do, right? So now what do you do? First and foremost, the first thing that you do is realize that getting that house, getting that job, getting that car, getting whatever it is, is beyond your control. You can't do it. Because if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that it's not in your interests to get that job, he's not going to give it to you, regardless of what you do. But you remember and you realize that the purpose of your existence is not to get the car. It's not to get the house. It's not to get the promotion. That's not the reason that you exist. You exist in order to act appropriately and with excellence as an articulation of gratitude to Allah Almighty. So by pursuing what you think is appropriate, you have already won. You are already doing what is correct, what is right, and what is expected of you. And your hypothesis was, I think I need to get X. Therefore, I work towards X. And maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you, as a product of your hard work, he will give you X. But maybe he won't. And that's not a matter of punishment. That's a matter of he knows that your hypothesis was incorrect because you and I and everyone else in this group are myopic. That means that we see through one eye. We can only see a certain amount. We can't see what's going on behind us right now because we, our eyes are at the front of our head. We're limited in our viewpoint, which means that we must be humble and realize that we plan, but Allah is the best of planners. We believe this is the right thing to do, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Allahu alam. And this is something that we say in this kind of humble brag, fake way, isn't it? Well, you know, Allahu alam. No, Allahu alam, really. Allah knows better than you. Allah knows better than me. Allah knows better than all of us. So therefore, what do we do? We endeavor. We endeavor as an articulation of gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we are pickled in blessings and things are beautiful as they are. Even if you find yourself in a trial, in a tribulation, in difficulty, in hardship, Allah has created that circumstance so that you may become strong, so that you may become clear in your vision, so that you may see his mercy and so that you may witness your own strength. So you may witness the reality that is inside of you, which may be hidden, which may be latent at this moment in time due to the comfortable experiences that we're having. Have you not been through a challenge and been like, whoa, I didn't know that I could put up with that or gone through something that if you would have considered it three years ago, you would have said, no, I would have I would I would collapse if that happens. I wouldn't be able to survive. And then you survived. So what does that show you that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates circumstances so that you can re so that your own greatness so that your own light can be revealed he brings it out of you and that's the meaning of educare education to draw out to draw out the potential to draw out the excellence which is instilled which is installed within you so your endeavor is directed towards a particular end and it may be that it is the divine decree that you never receive that particular end Maybe it's 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 not in the in the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the part of our aqidah that we teach our children is qadri khayrihi wa sharrihi min Allah ta'ala. The, the, the decree of Allah that which is khair, that which we consider to be good, and that which is sharr, that which we consider to be bitter, or even evil, is in the hands of Allah. Everything comes from Allah. So you're not responsible for attaining anything in the world. 
And this is as the, the poet T.S. Eliot said, for us, it is but the trying. That is our responsibility to try, to endeavor, to struggle, to do what we can to improve our lives in accordance with our own myopic interpretation of the universe, safe in the knowledge that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not give us that which we think is good for us, he will give us something which is far better for us because he knows and we do not know. Allahu alam. And he knows and we do not know. So that is fundamental. So when we ask ourselves these questions, well, what is destined for us? What is not destined for us? What is the extent of our, respons our responsibility? What is the, what is the uh, extent of our freedom of will? Our faith is based upon the idea of Yawm Al-Qiyamah, the day of judgment, the day in which you will be held to account for that which you have done upon this earth. Now, does that belief system suggest that we are not responsible for our, for our own lives? All of you, all of us, are responsible for our lives, responsible for how we spend our time, responsible for the endeavours that we engage in, responsible for how we treat the people around us, responsible for how we live this 60, 70, 80, 20, 30 years that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala affords us, blesses us with. We are responsible for it. And therefore, what you have to do is say, if you want to know, if you want to find out, you want to discover what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for you, then go out into the world and find out. Endeavor in the way of that which you think is good. And so all of you, I know that you are capable of immense things by the will, by the leave of Allah Almighty. Incredible things. Amazing things. Because we trust entirely in him and he can do as he wishes with a sincere heart which is endeavoring in the way of good and is determined to be everything that she or he can be, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala generates miracles. And we've seen it throughout history over and over again. Excuse me. We've looked at civilizations that have been built by people whose hearts were connected to the Almighty and had no fear whatsoever of the outcome, knowing that whatever comes about will come from him subhanahu wa ta'ala and endeavoring for the good. Now, that means that if we are, we are modern people, we are living in 2020, that means that our endeavor, our struggle has to be appropriate to the age, which means that it may be in the corporate world, it may be financial, it may be establishing a business. And this is something that we will talk about later. Entrepreneurship and, and generating wealth within our communities is a fundamental responsibility in this day and age so that we can exert some power, so that we can articulate um, our worldview from a position of influence. But that's something that we'll discuss at a later date. However, for now, let's not think that the only struggle that you engage in, for example, is the memorization of the Qur'an or the daily litany. These are very important and very significant, but that's not the, the culmination of our faith. The spiritual practices of Islam are tools by which we transform ourselves so that we become clear in what we see. And when we become clear in what we see, we realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us so much. We are pickled in blessings. We are in, a, in an ocean of blessings. Grateful to Allah for everything that he has given us. Uh, Sheikh Ibrahim often speaks about, you know, when we complain, when we say, oh, that wasn't good, or that meal wasn't good, or that person treated me like this, etc., etc. We are sitting on an island of curse in an ocean of blessings. And we can't see any of the water around us. All we can see is that little tiny island of curse. And that's not the way that we see the world. That's not the way that the believers see the world. That's not the way that the awakened one sees the world. 
The awakened one can be sat on an, an, in an ocean of curse and just see the drop of blessing and be overwhelmed with the blessing. This is the reality of, the, of those who are awake and those who have seen reality. Once you have caught a glimpse of that, then you will not be able to sit still. You will not be able to waste time because every single second, every moment of every day will be used to, in um, in you will, I'm getting confused. You will use every second of every day in order to articulate the thanks that you have to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the gratitude that you have towards him, which means that you will be there for your family, you will be there for your community, you will endeavor in the workplace or at home, wherever it may be. And that's important to that there's no confusion about what I said the other day. I certainly didn't I think Lena mentioned this. I certainly didn't mention that women should be at home. Okay, uh, what I was trying to say is that everybody's circumstances are different and wherever you are, you are and you must make the very best of that circumstance. If you are working in the corporate world, if you're working in a profession, if you're working um, in the home, whatever you're doing, you must make the very best of your circumstances in order to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that which he has given us. Okay, that's fundamental. So whether we are in a high paying position or a low paying position, whether we are mega wealthy or struggling, what we must do is struggle to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything that he has granted us and then work as hard as we can in order to thank him for that which he has given us. If he has given us a brain, if he has given us aql, intellect, if he has given us strength, then we must utilize those things in the way of good in the way of excellence, in the way of ihsan, in the way of nobility of conduct. So back to the original question, what is the balance between uh, free will and predetermination? Um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, khaliqul kulli shay, he is the creator of everything in the universe. Everything is created by him. Now you know in this moment that you have the freedom to act in a particular way, that you could do X or Y, it's up to you, it's your decision, it's your choice. So what you have to do is pragmatically utilize your time in the very best way possible and find out what your decree is. Find out what your qadr is by going out into the world and struggling. Maybe you will become the president of the United States. Maybe you won't. Maybe you will become highly successful in business. Maybe you won't. But everything is from the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything comes from him and only that which is good will reach you. So take responsibility all of us must take responsibility for our own lives for we will be held to account and celebrate every moment every blessing every gift that has been bestowed upon us by what by endeavoring towards that which is excellent endeavoring in the best way that we possibly can i think that should suffice for today um, as an audio because if we go on now i think people will get a little bit tired of listening to me ramble on so inshallah i will send through another res uh, response to the next question um in the next couple of days inshallah ta'ala um keep sending your checkpoints be intensive in this practice keep the spiritual practice up physical activity as well ladies and gentlemen very important okay try not to ignore that even if it's just 10 press-ups a day or 10 sit-ups or a walk around the block something some kind of physical activity because we're trying to introduce habits which are going to bring benefit to you in the long term inshallah ta'ala okay please make dua for me um selfish aren't i saying that first please make dua for my good lady wife for my children for my daughter and for my son and for my teacher sheikh ibrahim 
Um, may Allah bless him and bless all of you and your loved ones and keep you in the best of states, inshallah. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammadin abadika wa rasulik al nabiyan ummi. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam ajma'in. Subhan rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamun ala mursaleem. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.